Money, a podcast network that understands the assignment. The Alive Podcast Network has launched the world's first content distribution app tailored by and for podcasters and listeners of color. Subscribers will enjoy a wide variety of shows ranging from spiritual to comedic to inspirational. Podcasters can house their content and merch in one spot and monetize from a central location. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com coming soon to iOS and Android. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. You can thank me later. Hello and welcome to Transformational Thinking with the Hulk. Today's episode will be about tools and strategies to cope with depression and the negative effects that it has on our lives. It's going to be great today. We're going to help a lot of people. Call a friend, let somebody know that the Hulk is here with Transformational Thinking and we are going to have a great day today. As we've discussed in prior shows, depression is no joke. Many times there's clinical depression, and then there's depression caused by dramas and traumas that come into our lives that we have to deal with and cope with, even from a small age. So today we're going to deal with it. Once again, I'm not a medical doctor, and I am not speaking to any medical issues that need the doctor's assistance. I'm just speaking to life and to some of the things that you can do to make life better for you, especially if you're dealing with this dreaded situation that comes with depression. So we're glad to have you today. Once again, call a friend, let them know that we're here. We're going to have a great conversation today as usual. And of course, I hope that you've listened to the other episodes here on Transformational Thinking. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think about the episodes. Give us some input and let us know how we are helping you, how we can do it better, how we can be a better asset to helping you get through life with victory. And so uh, we are coming off of our last week's episode where we start talking about tools, ways and means that you can use to address the issue of depression. Once again, uh, I'm not speaking from a doctor's perspective. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not dealing with the issues of medication. And if that's something uh, that you may need, that's something that only a qualified um, doctor can uh, give you advice on or even prescribe or diagnose you. So that's not my job today. But I am clear about the fact that there are many things that you can do and many ways that you can uh, deal with many of the issues and the current concerns that come with dealing with depression. Many of us have seasons or opportunities due to circumstances that show up in our life to deal with depression. It's only seasonal. It doesn't last. Uh, You come out of it, um, especially when circumstances may change. We want to look at it, you know, this issue, um, like I said last week, you really need to be able to process all the negativity, all the toxic thoughts, all the toxic and negative emotions that you deal with in your life. And the best way I feel you can do that, or one of the best ways I feel like you can do that is write it down. Once again, I know you're tired of hearing me say it, but there's power in the pen. You need to get you a journal that you enjoy writing in and a pen you enjoy writing with. 
You need to uh, express those negative and toxic emotions and feelings, get them out on paper. And then when you get it all out, go back, look at those thoughts, look at those emotions and give yourself a new message. Share a new language and then correct those toxic or feelings that came out of your emotions with some powerful words of encouragement, of courage, and speak to those things and address those things that you see that are basically just toxic and negative words that come out of raw and hurt emotions. So journaling is so powerful. Get yours today, right? And then the second thing I want to talk to you about is this that most of the issues, expectations, and concerns that we have uh, that come into our lives evolved in our lives as a result to our childhood. We all are products of environments that we've been raised in, that we've had to deal with. And I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying that you can't deal with or help people in ways that are positive if you don't have the skills and the ability to do it. And unfortunately, a lot of times parents don't understand how critical it is to address their children in a way that does not bring about negative feelings, insecurities, anxiety, and the such because they address their anger, their hurt, or their disappointment in a way that's harmful to the child. And many of us have experienced that. A lot of us, uh, if you came up in a household like I did, parents were very disciplinary focused. Uh, We experienced a lot of um, punishment through belts and switches and the language our parents used when they were angry with us many times did not build us up, but rather tore us down. Now, they were doing what their parents told them to do. They were doing what was done to them to us, and probably not at the same level, um, magnitude that it was done to them. But this is the way they disciplined. This is the way they felt like they had to keep order and authority in their home. And in an effort to do that and keep control of our behavior, many times they use words that were pretty much destructive and abusive. And so we have to deal with that. We have to deal with environments that we come up in, communities that we came up in. Some of us were bullied early on in our childhood, bullied and uh, cast aside by the in crowd. Uh, We lost a self a sense of self-identity. We begin to be down on ourselves and begin to think of ourselves in a negative way based on what other people in our peer group said about us or didn't say about us. There was a certain group that was popular. There was a certain group that was un- not popular. And it did not matter who you were, where you came from. It just kind of evolves into that. And, of course, uh, we experience seeing the the pain and the destruction that bullying caused today in many cases, even people who get to a point where they are suicidal and don't want to live anymore based on the fact that they've been so torn down, criticized, and hurt by the words of other people and not being able to emotionally deal with it 
not having enough emotional intelligence to separate what people say versus who I know to be. Really, you know, at a young age, we really are taking on the identity and the assessments that other people have placed upon us. And we really um, don't have a sense of awareness in most cases about who we really are and don't even start finding out until we get up into our 20s and uh, young adults. And then the struggle begins because we're trying to find out who we need to be moving forward, how to deal with all the baggage uh, from our past, how to deal with the wounds and the hurts that have been bestowed upon us by many times well-meaning authority figures. So this is very important for us to look at because sometimes we just have to unpack that bag. Sometimes we have to take the time to do some self-care. Not only do we write, not only do we journal, not only do we find ways to correct our language and our attitudes towards our own self, but that language, that self-defeating language that goes on in the background of our mind constantly as a result of all the things that we've dealt with in our past. And so sometimes the worst thing that can be said to you is not what somebody else outside of you says, a friend, an enemy, a family member, but what you say to yourself and how what you say reinforces what others have said to you about you and those things that were painful now that you have adopted for your own self which you didn't know any better, right? You didn't know that you were adopting toxic language and toxic uh, communication and and toxic uh, punishments that would impact your life for the rest of your life. So those are some things that we need to address. Those are things when you're dealing with depressing feelings, depression, you need to, we need to look at very closely and be willing, again, to take responsibility for those feelings, not that we gave ourselves those feelings, but now that we have recognized that those feelings are there, we recognize that there are triggers that uh, take place that set us into a negative space, even a dark space. The question is, will we take responsibility for those feelings and determine how we're going to change those feelings? I will say, no matter how helpless we may feel, no matter how helpless uh, we may appear, you are not helpless. You really do have the internal power and capacity to change your life for the better. Don't ever believe because see, you, it starts off with a belief system. It starts off with what you believe about yourself. And as you believe certain things, so certain things are going to be the case. Uh, there's a scripture that says, as a man thinketh, so is he. So you have to address your thinking. You have to get rid of stinking thinking. You have to get rid of those toxic ways that you see yourself. You have to drive out those negative and toxic communications that you have with yourself uh, and then start working diligently to correct them. The issue is also that so many years of being programmed in a negative way uh, is not 
easy to make those changes. We've been brainwashed. We've been programmed, again, by our culture, by the environments that we've been raised in, by the education systems that we've existed in, and all of these things over and over and over again from a very young child. So, yes, it's going to take work. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a work in progress because we are all continuously working on ourselves. We want to improve ourselves on a daily basis. I know I do, and I hope that you do, that you really want to work diligently to be the best you that you can be. And so when you're working on that, yeah, there are going to be setbacks. There are going to be times where you're triggered. There's going to be good times where you kind of fall down emotionally and want to give up and say, what's the use? This is just me. This is just the way I am. But I want you to know that I need you to resist that attitude that says, this is just the way I am. This is the way it has to be. This is, no, do not give yourself self-fulfilling prophecies that do not speak to your success, does not speak to your best, does not speak to the vision that you have for your life um, and purpose and plans that you have, the goals that you're setting to have the kind of life that you want to. And so changing the dynamic and the paradigm of your thinking always starts when you understand that you need to come up with a very clear, consistent, and concise vision for your life, right? You, Stephen Covey, say you have to begin with the end in mind. Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? If you had the power, the money, and the resources, and nothing to stop you from being who you want to be, what would that person look like? What would be the characteristics of that person? What would be the things that this person has in his or her life? How would you live? How would how much money would you have? Where where would you where would you live? And how how would your friends look? And who would your friends be? And and how would you uh, exist in that environment? You have to have a clear, compelling vision um, that will help you uh, eliminate and come out of depression and be able to live a more victorious life. Right. So I always say. That that part of your journaling is taking responsibility. You're not responsible again for what people have done to you, but you are responsible once you become of mature age to address the way you feel and think about yourself and what you're going to do to change it. That's all within your power. And so for you to be powerful, you have to take the responsibility of the pain that comes with understanding that while this may be the case today, I have a responsibility. I have the ability to change it, and I will begin doing that now. So let's begin. Another thing that I, a tool that I give many of my clients that seems to work well, it really does work very, very well because it gives you a chance to do some real deep soul searching 
and real deep self-analysis um, about your life, your upbringing, the culture and the environment that you were brought up in. It gives you a chance to look at that. Now, early on, again, there are people who uh, defined you or assessed you or put a value on you. They may not have thought that that's what they were doing, but they really were. Um, I've had people to tell me, and I've experienced some of that myself, you'll never be good for nothing. You'll always be worthless. You just gonna you be you're gonna be just like your daddy. You just gonna you're gonna be just like your mama. You're gonna be like some awful person in your family or in your community that you see their lives in a downward spiral. So the programming has to be changed. So the tool, the tool, uh, because I did promise you I was gonna give you some more tools. The tool I use is this. And I want you to understand the concept behind why I do and use this tool. Most of our scripting, as I've said before, from little children has been programmed into us by other people who feel like they have the right, the authority, the intelligence, uh, the ability to shape our lives in a way that they see fit. But very soon, as you begin to mature, as you begin to become independent in life, uh, once you lose the need of that support system, and I'm not saying they're all bad, I'm not saying it's all bad, but that support system that you were engaged with, you have to become reflective and understand that was you when you were a child. You adopted those beliefs as a child. You endured those traumas as a child. You put up with those negative words as a child. Now, this may sound funny, but now you are an adult. So you cannot bring that child with you into adulthood. And if you really think about it, there are so many people that look like they're adults, they work like they're adults, they talk like they're adults, and pretty much think like adults, but the only problem is they bought that hurt child, that wounded child with them into their adult life. So we have to address this child. And most people are not even conscious of the fact that there's a wounded child on the inside of them. There's a toxic situation that they have not dealt with because they just accepted the fact, well, this was the way I was brought up. This is the way I was raised. This is the environment I was raised in. So I accept the fact that these issues and these negative feelings and these negative actions are just a part of who I am. That is one of the worst mistakes you can make. What you would like to do as an adult is you would like to look back at that child 
look back and look at this child's life. What does this child go through? What did this child have to endure? What did this child experience? How did these things affect this child? And who is that child? You are that child. I want you to be able to look back at that child and assess those things that you really feel deeply affected you in a negative way, words, deeds, behaviors, activities. It could have been molestation. It could have been uh, abuse by a parent or a loved one or some family member, whatever it may be. And I want you to now write a letter to that child explaining to that child what you want that child to think, know, and understand about himself. So if your name is John, I want you to write a letter to little John. If your name is Susan, I want you to write a letter to little Susan. You pick the age. You pick the age where you think you've become more sensitive and aware to what was going on that kind of shaped you and gave you some of the the issues that you've been dealing with. Sometimes you need to be counseled through that. Sometimes you can be coached through that. But it is possible for you to do that on your own uh, by addressing that, looking at it, writing about that, writing about those situations and circumstances that you feel and think has had the most profound impact on you in a negative way. Now, the next thing I want you to do in this exercise is I want you to write a letter to that little girl or to that little boy. I want you to help them to understand that this is not who they are. I want you to help them to understand that people in their lives didn't mean it, maybe didn't really know what they were doing, but they did the damage to this child. And one of the things I need you to do at some point in this process, whether early on or later, is forgive them, release them, you know, and let it go. Because unforgiveness is about, is like drinking the poison, unforgiveness, and expecting somebody else to die. No. If you drink the poison of unforgiveness, you're going to be the one to suffer the consequences of that poison. So you have to understand, let unforgiveness go. Work on taking the time to forgive yourself and to forgive the people who hurt you, wounded you, or brought negative uh, into your life. Second thing, I want you to write a letter to that little child letting them know what your plans are for them, what you see in their future, what you want them to be able to become and things you want them to experience and do in their life that they deserve. You have to let them know they deserve the very best life they can have. They deserve to have abundance. They deserve to have health. They deserve to have a well-defined, whole and healthy relationship with people that are in their life. They deserve to see themselves in a place where they're not begging, asking, or needing permission to have these wonderful benefits that belong to them 
Um, they don't have to beg. They don't have to ask. They don't have to be afraid. They can ask because they deserve it. They deserve the best education. They deserve the best family. They deserve the best lifestyle. They deserve the very best that life can give them. And I want you to write it in your own words. I want you to express it out of your own feelings. I want you to express it out of your own thought process. And then I want you to fold it up, put it in an envelope, and put a stamp on it as like you're going to mail it. Now, when you go through this process, it may trigger some deep-seated emotions that you may have felt like you were over. It may bring up some things that you um, were hoping that you forgot. It may bring up some times where you have to stop writing the letter, deal with your emotions, do some journaling, put things in perspective, get yourself together, and return back to writing the letter. It does not have a time limit on it. Take your time, go at your pace, be as specific as you feel like you want to be, make sure that you don't just do the exercise just to say you did it, but do it with the intent of rescripting that little child and giving that child hope. Because at the end of the day, when you finish the letter, guess who that little child is? That child is you. So by releasing that child in that letter, by sharing your purpose and vision and hopes and dreams for that child, you are really setting yourself free because if you want that for that child, who is you? How can you not want that and desire that and deserve that as an adult? See, it takes on another dimension when you look at it from that perspective, because a lot of us, uh, a lot of the depression that many of us deal with is out of low self-image, low self-esteem, not really having and being grounded in who we want to be, need to be. And then we just accept it as, well, that's just the way it is. No, you do not have to accept it that this is just the way it is. This is the way I am. And this is the way it's got to be. You do not have to accept any of that. And so you need to be as a mature adult now, as an adult that's grown, that's mature. Now you have the responsibility of re aligning your life, giving yourself permission to be who you really need to be, create a plan for your future, a vision for your future, set goals for your life, and get excited about living, getting excited about the opportunities that are before you, and take advantage of this opportunity that you have to change the trajectory of your life. This is so powerful, and I'm telling you, uh, when people do this with me uh, or when people practice this exercise, it is profoundly powerful. It does so many wonderful things to help people uh, really start moving in the right direction, to have those emotional and uh, mental breakthroughs that they need, to get that, to stop living in shame, stop living in guilt. Stop living 
uh, in anxiety and feeling like you have done something wrong and, and there's somebody out there that's out to get you and you have bad karma and life just is not treating you right. No, life is not fair to anybody. Nobody promised us life was going to be fair. But what is fair is that we have ways to deal with life when it is not fair. And as long as we got strength, as long as we got a great mind, as long as we get up in the morning, every day we get up is a new opportunity to move closer to that vision that you have, that new vision that you have, that new vision that's going to replace the old reality. Flip the script, change the script. If you don't like the way the movie has been written, change the characters, change the scenes, and I give you permission to do that today. You can change the narrative of your life. It doesn't your your movie does not have to play out the way the producers said it had to play out. You take the script, you take responsibility and change the script to what you want it to be and then begin to walk in that direction. Wow, this has been great today. I'm so uh, happy to have you with me. I hope that you are receiving this information that you're sharing with others. And I want to know uh, how this information is helping you. If it's helping you, if it's not helping you, I love to hear from you because it's always um, opportunities to improve. I'm always looking to improve, to be better, to do better. You can help me do that. And uh, I'm secure enough to be able to receive constructive criticism because we all want to be better. So I hope I've helped you today. Hope that you'll take these tools that I've given you and use them and start on your path of healing and health and blessing. Thank you so much for joining us today for this conversation. Let us know how you benefited from today's episode. You can follow me at Hawkins Solutions, Facebook, Instagram, hawkinsolutions.org. We're grateful for this platform, the Alive Podcast Network. Music by Audio Vibes. Be sure to subscribe to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. We hope you've benefited from the show today. And remember, you have the ability to change the trajectory of your life through transformational thinking. Till next time, this is The Hawk saying have a great day.